up, kid. All I gotta say is, Portland can't say shit. It's scintillating. It's sensational. It's Seattle Sounders FC soccer. Sounders Scuttlebutt. I'm Aaron Lingley, and as always, I'm joined by my buddy and your Alliance Council president, your Gorilla FC president, and the communications director for the Independent Supporters Council. Almost got through it without a hiccup. Almost. (sighs) How are you doing, Cameron Collins? You know, it's probably that you're just so enthralled by my naked body right now. (laughs) As usual. As usual. I've gone completely naked today. Woo! Woo! I really hope you just brought those boxers in as a prop because you know no one's watching this except for me. So yeah, kind of weird. You know what? I am recording this podcast naked from now on until we win a game. So this will be our last episode until we win a game. <laughs> no, that, your answer is then we just record in a bar. <laughs> you know what? Speaking of bars, what do you do at bars? Mm. I, I have a Verguez France, 1873, Perrier. 1863 was a great year for Perrier, apparently. Oh, yeah. No alcohol for me today. It's a um, work night. Yeah, well, I'm not getting naked, but I'm drinking. So I'm yeah. drinking, uh, oddly enough, ironically enough, I should say, Total Domination by Ninkasi. Uh One of my favorite Oh, beers. is that... Is that 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 um, new beer that they put out no. to honor all the teams in the bottom of the league? No, they've had this for years. Because they totally dominate us? Oh, <laughs> you got me. Um, we'll get to that. Let me open this up. Kadoosh! That was a weak pop. I have one more beer left, so I'll get a better sound effect for y'all. Um, unless it's annoying. All right, let's get started. What scuttlebutt do you have for us today? And then we have, of course, our listeners from the Discord. Link is in the show description. And we'll yeah. be, we'll be uh, going through some of that scuttlebutt as well. But what do you got? Um, Big news. Inter-Miami and Houston Dynamo moved on in the U.S. Open Cup tonight into the quarterfinals. Um, I think L.A. may have. L.A. Galaxy may have. As well, but I don't know. Do you know who won that game? I know that mm-hmm. LA play, Galaxy player got hurt and didn't move off the field. So and didn't move. Uh, well, they didn't. They didn't make him get off the field after he was hurt. Um, oh, so it, it's a. Uh, so the other the other half of that game is a uh, U.S. Open Cup game. The Galaxy Galaxy are alive right now. Ninetieth minute. Yeah, two nothing in the eight, yeah eighty ninth minute. So. Um, Tyler Boyd and Ricky Puig have scored. Interesting. So LAFC, I think they go, okay, we're going to win the Champions League. We don't need to get into the uh, the CONCACAF Champions League any other way. Although that's not an automatic bid in the Champions League. Remember, we yeah we won it and we didn't automatically get back into it. Yeah, no, well, but now that we're a champion uh, and they've reset the rules, we are in the, is it 2024? 2020, 
2025? I don't know. I thought they were we're, doing an offset evenly of the the World Cup. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be 2025. Four. 2024. Don't say I'm right and then say it's different. Um, Yeah, you're you're correct. Uh, Super exciting. Other MLS teams are... Going strong in the U.S. Open Cup. That's uh, that's right. Um, yeah. So it looks like Cincinnati won in penalties. LA Galaxy look like they're going to win. Miami over Nashville. Houston. Wow. Four nothing over Minnesota, who got a red card or maybe more than one, but chose one. Mm. Pittsburgh Riverhounds, Birmingham new- Legion. They play tomorrow. They're still left. MLS. Yeah, they play tomorrow. Pittsburgh Riverhounds versus Columbus. And Birmingham Legion versus Charlotte. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, interestingly enough, uh, the other big news is that Sacramento is going forward with their stadium, their soccer stadium they had planned on building, even though they are not getting an MLS team. I don't know if that's to later entice them to come or what, but. But the Sacramento Kings still play in that dump of a tissue box. Isn't it Snow King? I mean, the Sacramento Kings only exist because I know the league saved them from moving to Seattle. So. <laughs> I was, I was like, I am broaching a very sore subject with you if I uh, get any close. Yeah. But it's just funny that they're moving ahead when they aren't going to get an MLS team. When the, they the have other, an NBA team, they aren't going to build a new stadium. Oh yeah. The other big news: uh, a press release was put out out of Sporting Kansas City today. Uh, very. Uh, very important thing. Uh, sporting Kansas City players to visit Cirque du Soleil on Thursday, May 25th. Five sporting players to take part in circus discipline with Cirque du Soleil cast. How is this a real thing? <laughs> what? <laughs> at first, at first I, was, I, I thought you were going to say the press release was, we were going to fire Peter Vermees until he beat the Sounders, and now we're signing in 10 years ago. 10-year extension yeah, right. for him just to piss off Aaron. Um, yes. Yeah, how is that? A thing? What a circus they have down there. <laughs> Sorry. And uh, I think the other... Oh, the circus the other is pretty news. awesome. Yeah, of course it is. The other big news is Diego Luna scored for the USA today against Fiji on the U-20, in the U-20 World Cup, where Obed is right now. Who's Diego Luna? Uh, he's uh plays for Real Salt Lake, but he, he's from Sunnyvale, California, uh, over by where I used to live in San Jose. I mean, technically, I was Santa Clara, so I wasn't even in San Jose. It was like Sunnyvale, a suburb, but young, young nineteen-year-old uh, American who's playing in the World Cup along with our boy. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I got nothing. I got nothing because I'm going to read what other people have. Okay. Well, let's let's just get into it because I don't think there's uh oh, there is one other big piece of news that came out. Um I have to pull this up real quick because it is in my email, but there was an announcement made um by the Sounders uh that they are partnering with Black Players for Change. Uh, the U in the U.S. Soccer Foundation to bring a new soccer mini pitch to Federal Way this September. So uh, down that's there cool. at Olympic View K through eight. So that's that's super cool. And they're doing uh, the, the um, wow, what's the what's the program they're doing about getting how many pitches by what year? 
How many? 20, uh, 26 pitches by 2026. Oh, for the World Cup. Yeah. So. Yep. And, uh, and, and I, I don't know when you're going to post this, but if people listen to it before Wednesday afternoon, uh, the, the pitch in my neighborhood, New Holly, is opening tomorrow, and there's going to be a big, a big party. Oh, I didn't know they are doing that. So, uh, are you going to go party? Probably stop by. I totally forgot about it until we just started talking about this uh, right now. About. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's super important. So it's from 3.30 to 5.30, uh, basically the corner of 40th and Webster. Right, when, right when everybody's working. Yeah, I mean, just get off work like everyone else. Head on over. Dude, I might. It's a sunny day. Seattle doesn't work on sunny I days. I leave at 7. 7.30 at the latest. I get to work at 8.45, 9. It's terrible. I leave oh, at like 5.15 but... and I get home at like 6.37. It's just like... Yeah, so just roll up. You can head on over to New Holly Central Park and hang out because you're closer to uh, New Holly than you are to home. I, don't, and then I the just said it only took 5.15. Oh, it's gonna be a sunny day. You can leave early. It's no, Seattle. Come on now. I'm just. I was just. Oh, I don't no, want to reason have, to complain about my job. I have more <laughs> hotels to sell. Look at me. I don't know what you actually do. <laughs> I sell hotels. Yes. <laughs> moonlight. Let's get into that listener scuttlebutt. All righty. Opening up the Discord again. Link is in the show description. Uh, Join us. So we're, you're going to love this. I don't know if you've looked at the Scuttlebutt mailbag yet. Um, no, not yet. You're going to love this, and Kenny has already shown his displeasure for the, the question. Um, if the Sounders were an F1 team and or driver and a race director, who would they be and why? So basically, what team and race director are the Sounders? They're Lewis Hamilton, man. Mm-hmm. Decades of domination, and suddenly we can't do shit. <laughs> yeah, and is it his fault or is it? <laughs> is, Toto it is it Toto? Yeah, oh, so, perfect. Yeah, so that's <laughs> immediately what I thought of as well. Um, because yes, we are, you know, decades of dominance, right? So, um, speaking of, um, they thank you, Seed ninety seven. By the way, Seed ninety seven well, with that one. Yeah, thank you. Sorry, uh, Kenny. They just announced that, um, uh, you know, the green team is getting Honda. Aston uh, Martin engines from Aston Martin's getting Honda engines from now on since the Honda deal is ending with Red Bull, which means Aston Martin's going to make a, a big run for this. Interesting. I didn't know that. News, bro. I mean, it, it had been talked about for a few weeks, but it finally was announced. Today. I haven't really been, I think it's because there was a, such a huge break and then Imola, unfortunately, I just haven't really been listening to keeping up with the news. Um, but before we, get too deep into F1 because that that was enough. Thank you, Seed97, but we will refrain yes, from going any deeper into the, the F1 pond. Um, but yes. Oh, was. the one other thing we should talk about, I forgot, was that um, 12 people died in the soccer stampede in oh, El Salvador. Yeah, El Salvador. Oh. And Cuscatlan uh, Cus- Cus- Stadium in the capital. So um, it was awful. Uh, yeah, I saw that. The large number of people attending the game may have caused the stadium's Wi-Fi to malfunction, which in turn could have led to problems scanning QR codes on tickets, so people just kind of rushed, pushed in. Uh, um, so, like, they were impatiently they, getting in. They are impatient trying then, to get in because they were having technical difficulties. They, they were Yeah, saying, well, they probably were like, the game's going on, let's go. Yeah, so, 
Fuck. Um, and so, yeah, they, they um, ran onto the pitch, to, you know, like, like you see that happens when people run onto the pitch, pitch to get out of uh, being um, yeah. killed, basically. It's Zero. just awful. Oh. Well, I would like to say this is positive from Raze Jose, but it's a, a four-part question about how shitty we're doing. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. um, Let's leave that one for last on this because okay, we well, can talk well, about Why don't we break that. it up? We'll break it up. How about that? Give everyone a fair turn. Yeah, but so uh, this I'm, one is what shitty. I'm saying is that one's going to be a long discussion. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. No, I got you. Yeah. We, we'll, Raze, we'll get back to you in the second half for that one because you're basically yeah. our show notes. Uh, yep. we, we don't have show notes. Um, but one of his questions has nothing to do with that. Or maybe it does. Uh, any players you would want us to get during the summer? Anyone? Bueller? <laughs> Bueller. Um, Realistically, need, I guess. We need, a stri- we need a young striker. Um, but young, young and expensive? Or yeah, Dylan yeah. Tevez? Um, no, we need a starter. We need a starting striker, um, and we need a starting left back, maybe. Nuhu's not ready, but we'll get into that. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I think uh, forward is the big concern, but I do like J-Mo up there. Yeah. I don't really think I have a problem with what we have up front right now. Uh, we'll get into it. I, it's like I'm, yeah. I'm on the fence about wanting to make a, a spark by signing somebody in the, you know, Ladero-esque, Rui Diaz-esque kind of signing. But also when you just look at the players, like, no, we should be fine. It's like the Mariners. We are fine on paper. And we were fine half, you know, the first four or five games. So No, the Mariners needed a... a- well, now that Robbie Ray's hurt, they needed a starting, uh, a top of the rotation starting pitcher. I mean, you're relying on Marco Gonzalez, who is maybe a seven or eight, should not be in the best five he's, like pitcher. Our, he's our fifth. Oh, he's terrible. He is so bad. Well, hold on. He, he's, hold on. He went to Gonzaga and he plays like Gonzaga. He plays down to Without the Robbie Ray, we still have like the top five rotation in the league, both. And Alan Ao. Well, maybe maybe Bryce Miller. A week, two weeks ago, we did. Bryce, Those, Bryce I mean, Miller is one of the best pitchers in baseball right now. Um, and he can't play that the whole season. He's a young person you who has to have you limited innings. Yes, you don't know you that. Have to have you can't see the future. Uh, going to Steven Strasburg him. <laughs> Soccer. 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 Sounders. Um, oh, yeah. Remember that time? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so sorry, Raze Jose, but not a clear answer. Well, Cameron gave you one. But I'm on the fence because I just I look at this team and it's like, no, we should be performing with what we have. So we'll get it. We'll get in, into your other questions as we discuss and bitch about the Sounders in the second half. I mean, we got to get younger at that position, anyways. I mean, be, how many strike? How many true strikers do we have? That's true. Like they're all average age plus. is thirty-two, probably. Yeah. If you take jo- Jordan out of the equation, um, yeah. Kenny Sloth. Yeah, and there's two ways you could say this, Kenny. I'll say it your way. What is our least deep position? Or what Goalie. is our shallowest? No, that's not true. Goalies might be our deepest position. I forgot we have Steph Cleveland. Um, Wait, you thought we just had right. Steph and Fry for a second? <laughs> of course we no, have a backup. I knew we if we just, well, I forgot that we had a backup that could be starting for most other teams. Fair. 
Um, right back. Yeah. I mean, we have Alex, and Alex had a horrible game. Yeah. Um, un- unlike him, although the announcer said that he played midfield sometimes, which is just not true. For El Salvador. So he does for El Salvador. But That's what he was that. saying. For oh, El Salvador, okay. he plays in the midfield. Yeah, sometimes. Um. Yeah, I mean, you got to say that. that you could or... argue left back, left back, but we oh. signed Baker, and he's proved serviceable, so... Yeah, but even still, um, uh, just maybe our fullback in room in general. Not that they have yeah. a room, but I mean, knew who can't play right. Alex, I don't ever want to see on the left again. And then no. they had that rolled over to being back mm-hmm. on the right and just feeling playing terrible. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think just fullback in general, just because even before Cody Baker, we had two in a Kellen row. Um, now we have. Is Reed Baker two and a Cody Baker? Well, is and is Reed Baker wedding? He's still he he's not on a, a Sounders professional. He's on, contract, he's on the senior. Yeah, he's, he's on, on the senior, senior roster. Contract. Okay. Yeah, he's just he's playing um, because he I believe he was the one who was he was right mid and they're trying to get him more space, so they've moved him to right back, mm-hmm. and so it's a new position to him. But he he did play right back for a Defiance last game, I believe. Yeah, and he's that's been what he's been coming in in the last few weeks yeah. since we've seen him is right back. Um, but yeah, so if we're playing and signing and Cody Baker's, like, I think 24, 20, I think he's 24. So he's not like a youngin. Um, or am I wrong? I think he's Roth, or is Roth, I think no. maybe Rothrock. Roth, Rothrock is 24. Cody Baker's 19. Yeah. So yeah, Rothrock is not, I don't, there's, I haven't, and, and I could be wrong. I haven't seen anything from Rothrock that leads me to believe that, he can come in and be a starting forward for the Sounders at this point. Well, way to jump into Patrick GC's question. What will it okay. take for Rothrock to get more playing time? I mean, he's out on concussion protocol right now, so um, not be hurt would probably be the first mm-hmm. thing. Um, I also don't see him on our bench except for an emergency. I mean, if we have Bear and Rui Diaz and Tevez and Jordan available... And, Freddie and Montero. Montero. Yeah, which that's something I want to talk about for sure is Freddie Montero and how the internet was clamoring for him to start up front despite everything we talked about last episode. <laughs> and it turns out we were right. Maybe you should listen to us. And and Brian Schmetzer said that we are allowed to have our own opinions in his press conference today. He said... He listens to, to the be, show. <laughs> yeah, he said it used to be that you could just have basically scuttlebutt. He didn't use that word with your friends at the bar. And that would be it. But now you can have up to 600 people knowing your opinion, which, um, you know, I have over 2,000 followers. So I think uh, I have more than 600. So I think he was probably referring to O'Shan. Or Scuttlebutt, because we're like 581. <laughs> oh, he's talking about us. See? See, he knows. He knows. He follows me on Twitter. Uh, let's get him on the show. That'll be that'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Um, not be hurt is your, your, your main answer for that. But yeah, no, it yeah, we're pretty, right pretty log jammed in the attacking and, third of our roster. And I don't think he, I mean, he did score a goal, but he, that was like, he just was in the right position, right? He didn't, there wasn't spectacular about that. Um, he is not on the Sounders roster. He's a minor league player and we can bring him up. I think one more time. 
he did go to Lakeside High or Lakeside High School uh, or Lakeside, excuse me, the Lakeside School, the place where if the wind blows wrong and blows your hair out of place, they used to cancel it. So uh, we could get like two feet of snow and they wouldn't cancel it until lunch. But over at Lakeside, <laughs> they were always canceling it. Um, yeah. So uh, anyway, he, he's not. Like <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, I remember that time Courtney Communal, Courtney Communal came in there and beat y'all in districts and knocked you out. Woo! <laughs> I'm reliving girls basketball from, from like three decades ago. <laughs> no, I mean, he's just, he's not on a Sounders roster. Like, mm-hmm. we brought him up for one game. He's a Tacoma Defiance player. So, unless we're having lots of injuries, I wouldn't anticipate um, seeing him. He did, he went to Notre Dame, and then he went to Georgetown, and then he uh, played for uh, Sounders 2 and OSA Seattle FC, and then went to Toronto FC for a while, but has since come back. So, I mean, obviously, he's hoping to make it through the uh into the onto the roster but he has one appearance so yeah. um he played all right. I, I wouldn't expect it anytime soon yeah he's fine he played all right. but we have we have so so much depth that he's i'd love to see him make that next step but he's only coming up if he can be i think he can be loaned up three more times but he can only play in well actually i don't know because it doesn't that's just just appearances um Oh no, he appeared in domestic cup games, so he can be loaned up one more time and play in one more game, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. But if they need him, they'll sign him just like they did Cody Baker. Well, we are at over 21 minutes now, 22. So let's just address the orca whale in the room and get to some sounders. Hey Sammy, how are you doing today? Um yeah, we, oh, the Sounders played a game last weekend? Uh the Sounders did play a game last weekend. The Sounders played uh I don't know if they they were they were they attended a match. <laughs> I should say, yeah, they attended a match in Vancouver. Um, they know they played and they played terribly um, for 70, 80 minutes of that match, and we lost two nothing last Saturday. I love. I don't really have the opportunity to take a long, like weekend to go see a game other than like once or twice a year just with family responsibilities but i just but i went to portland and my my second choice would be going to vancouver i'm boy am i glad that you know i didn't do both this year because what a rough rough way to have a vacation (laughs) to go up into a beautiful city of vancouver and get whooped and i've always think about our ECS fam and and all friends and and Sounders fans that travel back on one of those Portland or Vancouver uh, matches the night of when that happens. So, um, yeah, that was rough, Cameron. How did you watch it? Did you watch it live? No, uh, we had a Super Hawks game, uh, and so I was uh, working the stream camera because our streamer person in charge of it didn't show up. So Again? I was moving a camera. 
So you don't have one. Yeah. That's the answer. You don't have a streamer person. If they if they, I mean, they don't show up he every just game. Doesn't tell us when he's not showing up. So it's 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 terrible. Yeah, and this, and then the there's a game we played on Sunday. I had to man both the camera and the uh, score bug on the TV there. But uh, Superhawks final two home games this weekend. Come on out if you want. Royal Brome. Um, pretty much, if you just walk up and say "Let me in," they will. <laughs> uh, it, we play Friday and Saturday at seven p.m. There's one more road game, and then the playoffs start the next weekend for us. Uh, yeah. So, um, hopefully, number one seed right now. We're tied for the one seed, and I don't know what the tiebreaker is. Basketball in uh, Seattle. Yep. Get get with it. Seattle, um, you. So I watched. At I watched Seattle, it after sorry. the fact. No, Seattle Pacific. Seattle Pacific. Sorry. Yep. Seattle U was like five times, six times more expensive, seven times more expensive. Um, yeah, I, I watched it after the fact, and uh, it was not fun. Um, I didn't obviously didn't watch large stretches of it because it was not enjoyable, and I already knew the outcome. Oh, did, so uh, you so knew the outcome before you started watching it? Oh yeah, I, unlike you, I'm not going to waste my time uh, watching. Like we had lost four nothing, I wasn't going to watch it. Yeah. Like you'll be like, I'm going to go watch the Mariners, and then Luis Castillo gives up his worst game of his Mariners career, and then you have to be like, oh no. I wonder if they come back and then you have to sit through the whole thing. I don't have to do that. I can look at the final box score and go, okay, I'm going to watch this. I have sports FOMO. I need to watch it as if it was live. Um, okay, well, that that's good for you. You didn't have to watch full 90 of it. Yeah, the only quality no. was the camera um, by MLS Season Pass 4K. <laughs> that's really it. No, I mean, we were, we were okay first 15 minutes, right? We were a little dangerous. Uh, for some reason, we couldn't figure out that we had – uh, Montero, Chu, and uh, Morris directly attacking only three players. So how there there are three center backs there? I don't know how our three guys couldn't beat their three guys when all of them are faster. Uh, but well, not Freddie. No, but I mean, not when he's starting for sure. Freddie should be a super sub, like we talked about. I don't know. Yeah. Internet was so happy that they put in Freddie, and I'm like, why? We're not going to score a goal now. Well, so, I mean, so the match before, we also lost against Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bear was up top. But he, I think, he had like eight blown shots. Sure, but his expected goals was like two or something close to yeah. that. Um, but, that so, but I think the, the lack of finishing is probably why he didn't get the, the benefit yeah, of starting and getting Freddy, minutes. Freddy's but then, not ready for that. That's the thing is Freddie can't play a full game. Freddie's not ready. He's not ready. Yeah, well, I don't think he was gonna play a full match. I mean I mean he did play I mean, he I, did play one in the open cup what, a week and a half ago. What I mean is well, yeah, but he was playing kids, which is why he dominated that game. Mm-hmm. He was playing against Didn't he play uh, against LA Galaxy? Maybe. That was a that right was basically game. an MLS match with kids and on his we, team. And we were and we were terrible. Yes, it's true. <laughs> yeah. So Freddie should not be starting. He should be playing thirty minutes where he can be the sharpest player on the pitch. Yeah. So, I mean, for, for when I saw the lineup, um, I was initially optimistic about the because Freddie is technic a technical wizard with the ball, and he does have great vision. Um, to have Chu and Morris making the correct runs if they're available and being fed by Montero playing because Montero and Ladero Montero and Ladero, they can interchange, especially if you have um, Rusnak involving himself in the attacking third as well. They're, they're talented and able to distribute. Mont- Ladero was able to, he's 
again, we've talked about it. One of the best uh, advanced passers, like into dangerous areas in the league. And so, and I think with Freddie able to play kind of that false nine deep lying forward could distribute to them. And that's what I was optimistic and hoping to see. But we need someone to score, though. That's the thing is those people are not scoring right now. Well, you're not. Wait, aren't we, haven't we not scored a goal in like eight matches or some crazy thing? Well, like we scored against now? Austin, didn't we? Oh, yeah, we did. Freddie came in late. Right. But but I will say I'm looking at uh, on FootMob where they, they rate all the players. Hebert was the second highest rated player in that game. Yeah. Uh, with Freddie being the highest just above him. Um, we had 2.3 expected goals, and we only got one. And so, um, I mean. Which game are you talking about? The Austin game. Austin, yeah. So, so the fact that Hebert didn't finish, he still was in the right place with, when no one else on our team was. Yeah, and, that's, and he's a quality enough so. striker to put it in the net eventually. Right. Like you're going to so have I would have liked to see him there. I don't know why. I mean, Freddie has proven time and time again that he no longer is a starting forward in this league. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't know why we're making the choices we make on who to start. Um, that's very fair. One thing that was also pissing me off that, that pissed me off that we saw again is unless you know something that I don't, and I tend not to do like deep dives into all the post games or re- reading a bunch of articles, my reactions, what I saw. Um, but what the hell is with Schmetzer and not letting Leo shoot play 90 minutes? I don't know. Yeah, we still have no idea. He just doesn't. I don't know if it's because there's a serious drop off in his quality of play after a certain amount of time. But yeah, I I do not know. It's it's frustrating. And um, but was I mean, that halftime too? Um, halftime sub. That I mean, it, we were playing pretty poor, so. Uh, let's see. It was yeah. in the yeah forty six minute, forty six minutes, which so, is uh, Tevez and Baker came on, and a Bear came on in the sixty fourth, Reed Baker Whiting in the sixty fifth, and Japalo in the eightieth. So, um, somehow we're still at second in the table, but uh, <laughs> yeah, Rusnak blowing my mind. Rusnak, uh, amazing that that one shot he had, I mm. thought for sure was going to go in. So it was. Um, and ultimately, I know Fry got the own goal. That wasn't really a Fry own goal. That was a Ryan Galt goal. That, yeah. Uh, just well, outside. I thought they gave it back to him later in the. Is it officially? Oh, I guess I'm looking right at it today. Fry own goal. Yep. Because they mentioned yeah. they mentioned that he had it, then it was an own goal, and then later in the broadcast, it sounded like they, that he got it back. But no. Uh, oh, that'd goal. be weird. Because it definitely bounced off the bar, went off Fry's back, and went in. So that's an, that's the definition of an own goal for sure. Morris, yeah. uh, poor game, man. He he kept dropping back on defense and was unable to attack the goal. Oh, I don't. I don't. When has he been good on the right? Um, I mean, we've seen times where he's switched over to the right and, and been good, but obviously, uh, well, he switching he mid mid match is is one thing, but starting and staying on the right is another. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. But um, I don't. I. I mean, I get he can't be on the left because Leo Chu's there. But again, what the only thing that's worked, apart from a bear having some poacher goals, is Leo Chu on the left and Jordan Morris up top. That's like the only yeah. thing. And then our in our defense, our two center backs, 
has has been good. I mean, we only gave three goals in the first seven or eight matches. So they're having when we started Ariaga. <laughs> um so I, there's been a lot of shit talking about how crappy our defense has been. And I Oh, it's been terrible. Yeah, but I don't like I don't blame the center backs as much. I mean, there's there's a lot more opportunity I for, mean, for the other sure. team now because our midfield gives the ball away every other possession. And that's our, that's and absolutely our, true. And our fullbacks are out of position. That stretches your center backs out, that creates holes, creates gaps, and then you have these opportunities from crappy ass teams getting two plus goals a game. So I don't blame the center backs as much, but I, I heard a lot of complaints about Gamar and and Ariaga is time. I mean, Ariaga had a poor game, but it, yeah. but um, you know, Yamar Yamar's going to make a mistake or two from time to time again. Yeah. He's, he's back there killing it all the time, so I'm not I'm not too worried about him overall. Um, it's just well. Uncharacteristically bad game from from uh, everyone. Rolled on, well, especially <laughs> rolled on. I mean, yeah, he that was he the goal he allowed. He needs to know better than chest it down. Um, he could have chested it down to his feet and kicked it out, but he didn't do that. Uh, he got pushed and fell over. Um, he needed to probably ball guard a little more and and basically uh, play some defense there and um i hold the when you're back. approaching or on the, the the line of the six yard box as a defender and you have the opportunity to touch the ball first it shouldn't be a first touch for for another another touch you should get yeah. that ball into the 30th row um yeah. but his by nature he's he's used to collecting the ball and and whatever um let's actually let's get back to raze jose pretty much cuz he's our questions that are basically what we're answering uh why why are we doing so bad right now says raze jose is there one reason or are there multiple reasons i think there's multiple there's injuries players are playing poorly i think uh whether it's schmetzer or the other people uh talking to him that we're making poor decisions on player personnel um you know we're putting in players in positions that we think they're going to succeed and they're not um, and he's owning that, I suppose. How, how is he owning it? He said, like, they obviously didn't perform. You know, his post-game interview, he talked about the fact that players are not succeeding in the positions they're putting in. And that's his fault as much as the players. Uh, but the players, you know, of course, Christian, I mean, uh, Alex takes credit for allowing that goal. Uh, credit's not the right word, the blame. Uh, like, he openly admits that. He needs to be better, but it's a uh, yeah. It's 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 a rough time right now, and I just I truly don't understand it because even missing the players we're missing, we should be able to win games based on the talent we have in the field. Yeah, I mean, we were dominating without Rui Diaz, so I would eliminate. I personally would eliminate that as being a major issue, a major part of the problem. Unless the defenders figured it out. Um, I don't know. Yeah. But also, I mean, it's Christian ruled on is probably the main reason. And because yeah. of that, and I don't, I mean, it sounds silly to say, I don't think coach, coach Schmetzer or really the coaching staff 
really understood the effect that Christian has on the rest of the team's performance. There's one thing to say that he's a key, if not most, one of the more important players on the team. But they can't seem to get anyone else connected for the fifth, sixth match in a row now since not having him available. We, we beat St. Louis 3-0 with him. Next game, we lost 4-1. Showing no idea. We did, had There's no connectivity. There was no creativity. It was, it was like we were lost. And we're seeing patches of that and then patches of quality in every single match since then. Patches of just terrible play. 70 minutes this last match. About a half. You know, 45 minutes or so. 50 minutes in Portland. And then everything in between. I don't think they understand how to replace what he's a, the, the je ne sais quoi that Christian Rodon's able to give this team. It's not just... You know, yeah, but effort. one player shouldn't make that much of a difference. That's the entire reason well, uh, that we built the system that, that Garth built was because before that, Siggy's star player would go down and then we were fucked. Like, there's nothing we could do if we lost a player. And now it's next man up. So the fact that... It's not like Christian's not there. He's there. Yeah. Well, so, what, I mean, there's something else going on, whether it's players aging out, whether it's players just not caring enough anymore. I don't know. But they don't look to have a fire under them. They don't look hungry. They just, they just, yeah, they just look like they're just going through the motions. Yeah, and I didn't mean and that. I don't it know was, what that means. I didn't mean that it was just just because of Christian Roldan not being present and everyone else still in their same spot. You know, replacing. Yeah, him I mean, with I think Christian man. not was, being there. It, hurts it was us, a force multiplier that we're making the wrong decisions, which then affects yeah. the next player, and then the next player, and the next player. It's just a domino. But effect. why are we making the wrong decisions? That's what I don't get. We should easily be able to just put a new player in that position, whomever it is, and have them play it and be fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, it shouldn't have changed anything else on the season. We have backups at every single position. I mean, losing Kellen Rowe can't be that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. And I do. And I, just, from what I have seen from Coney Baker, he looks like he's a, a more serv- serviceable left back than Kellen Rowe was. Probably, yeah. yeah. He's probably Kellen Rose Kellen, probably a better yeah. midfielder than like yeah. center mid player than, than Cody Baker. But for the position that we need um, to replace Nuhu's minutes, um, Cody Baker's a better player, and Kellen Rowe was okay. So yeah. Um, well, what can Schmetzer do again to Raze Jose's four part question number three? What can Schmetzer do to improve the problems? We're kind of starting to allude to that. You ready for my? take should i buckle up resign really what's going on there's something going on we've either lost the locker room or the players we have aren't it someone is making a mistake somewhere and it needs to be fixed and maybe it's not him but the ship goes down with him at the helm right and i actually don't think we're there yet but if we lose a couple more games we're there he's on the hot seat i because yeah because we're dropping down more and more down the table because we look at points per game, right? Not not um, actual points. Because if you look at actual points, we look like we're in second, but all the teams around us have more games to play than us. Yeah. No, I mean, we're a couple losses I mean, from we, being eighth or ninth. 
depending yeah. on what everyone else does. But And that doesn't mean we can't recover, but yeah. something's got to change. And it's going to require something major because we don't have the money to just sign another DP. We'd have to get rid of a DP. And so we're going to have to see Raul or Nico go. And Nico looks like he, again, like he's lost a step. Um, if we look at points per game right now, we are fourth in the table. So we're still near the top. No, we're but, fifth because fourth would um, uh, Yeah, you just replaced yeah. fourth with us. I'm stupid. Yeah, um, we're right above San Jose. Yeah. Um, but then, but, but a then couple Austin, more losses. Yeah, Austin's a couple more losses, and we're we're down in tenth. Yeah, I mean, we are. Uh, well, four two and one at home, three three and one away. So it's not even like it's home versus away. We've we've unex- we've lost a couple of recent home games, but right now it just seems maybe we just need to start playing the top of the table again, and we'll be fine. <laughs> when does that start? <laughs> uh, opening my next beer. Well, um, I was going to say that I don't disagree with that very, very, very hot take. Um, but I don't I, think we're there I yet, think but we that's need, what I'm feeling. Which the line is a lot deeper than it used to be this year, uh, the playoff line. I think we would have to be – I don't think Schmitzer could be let go mid, mid-season. I think – unless we drop I mean, below the line here in a few weeks and we stay there right. for a couple more weeks. So like when, if it's clear as day that there's something deeply wrong with the team that we can't recover from, unless there is something like that, I don't think you could do that without getting reintroducing Christian and knew who to full-time 90 minutes where we were before. And then we should have Rui Diaz as well. I love shiny new things. But I don't think a signing would do it. I think we could get back to where we were and have a midfield rotation with the veteran midfielders we have, with the quality that we would have with Rui Diaz back and Christian back. Like I mean, if Ladero, we're signing a... with Ladero, JP, and Rusnak all like Ladero can take some spells. He could sub out. He could not start a couple matches. He could maybe even sit out a week because he is he was playing really really well until really this week and i think he's losing a step but i think it's just gassed he's not was he one of the only players that's played like every game mm-hmm. i mean i think if we sign a a mid to late 20s starting forward or midfielder that's all we need to do and we're fine um but we're clearly missing something well, we're not getting, well, the uh, problem, i mean the problem is the midfield right now in my opinion I think we can't yeah, keep the ball. ball when we're giving the ball up in dangerous spots that putting the defense in a shitty position and we're not getting yeah. the ball to our forwards. And we're not, I don't even yeah. see us making the right runs in the box. They should be running far post. No, not, especially last game. Yeah. And Freddie, none, none of the three were making the right runs. Yeah. Not even Leo. So it's, we were getting crosses I and mean, we were getting corners. We were, we were doing the right things and, and our midfield is just, just questionable. Yeah, I mean, as a whole, the sky isn't falling yet, but we have five losses this year, right? Like, that yeah. is that for us, that's a lot. I mean, if we if we go back to what twenty twenty one, we had what eight on the entire season? Is that right? Um, we were and talking when about you look this at, in like September of last year, right? Yeah, and then if it and then last year. Uh, we had 17. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. And we're on, we're, we're on pace to blow we that out of the water. We were, 
We were three twelve and two on the road. We only won three road games last year. And we only had like that five is, total draws or something. That's absurd for the Sounders. Mm-hmm. And 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 it's funny because before last year, if you looked at us, the Sounders have finished in the top four every single year of their existence, and usually first or second. Mm-hmm. I think our average finishing position is like two point two or two point four, something like that. In the MLS, like we literally are the most dominant team in the history of the MLS. And this is the second year in a row where it just feels like we're faltering. I mean, we backed ourselves out of the playoffs last year. um, And, you know, this year it's starting earlier. There's plenty of time to fix it. I'm not overly worried. Well, you you said resigned Schmetzer, but but besides that, how you think it's just a signing? To fix it? I mean, we can't do just a signing. We have to trade a DP. So it's a DP level signing and figure out how to make yeah. that happen. Yeah, there's no one out there that's going to make an impact on this club. And luckily, Christian, in the press conference they talk about today, is getting closer. They figured out what's going on. Uh, they've done a couple of things, and it looks like he'll be back soon. Um, the concussion protocol is very difficult to get through. It's not like they just go like this and make sure you're okay by looking. He has to like be able to head the ball without any pain. And he also has to be able to sit down and concentrate for like 10 minutes on something on the computer in a program that they have. You have to do this, go through this whole thing before they'll let you back in. Terrible. I can't concentrate and like my own job on a computer for 10 minutes. Yeah, but you could if it was required for you to do it, right? I'm sure he's not checking us. Not really. No, I'm doing literally a, <laughs> a training uh, every Thursday for two hours and staring at the ceiling for, never mind. Um, okay. Yeah. And I'm getting paid to stare at the ceiling. That sounds fun. It's it's, it's a wonderful time. Um, that's what the Sounders are doing. <laughs> Very much. <yeah. laughs> hey. uh, so yeah, I think we need, I we need, I don't know if it's a, a player. We need a burst of energy, whether that's from a player or, you know, a new coach or something that just gets us hyped, right? It could be a game. We need something where it's the wake-up call. Think about uh, the Mariners last year. The, uh, the brawl the with Angels. L.A. changed yeah. that season. We were on our way to another miserable season, and suddenly the entire team came together yeah. and was dominant from then on. I mean, I think we need something that brings this team together, and that will be the thing that changes everything. Well, I just don't know if 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 you know Rudy Diaz, Nico, Rusnak are hungry anymore. Yeah, I think Rusnak is. He says the right things. You know, I I I don't know. It just seems it seems like something's missing. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're we're playing two losing. Well, I guess San Jose is pretty much even five hundred, but not winning teams. But, the but next haven't two matches. won a game yet. But oh, they haven't. But we do play Portland. Is it at home? We play Portland on June third. No, that's you know how painful June third is going to be. It's a double header. Mm-hmm. The Thorns playing at the rain and the Sounders are the. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's it's a doubleheader where both Seattle teams have to play Portland teams. Both Seattle teams are terrible right now. <laughs> Great. Can you imagine what that's going to be like watching 
us lose twice. I don't even want to think about it. Well, well, what I'm saying is potentially if you said maybe it's a match, maybe it's a game. What if we bookend this bullshit with Portland? With Portland, yes. man, that would just change everything. Because they are they're dominating us in the last couple of years. They they are. Um, there's no. We've lost four in a row. There's no if ands or buts, scuttle butts about it. Hey, uh-huh. um, three straight home matches too. May twenty seventh, Red Bulls. May thirty first, San Jose. June third, Portland. So if you don't get it right here at home against two mediocre team well really three mediocre teams one just whooped your ass though so you throw the record out the window they're a good team against you um portland that is this is this has got to be it this is the right the ship moment um what I almost, no excuses i think after that uh, you can't really just say injuries yeah and it doesn't get it doesn't get easy bad with the team if you can't win because one or two players are missing for a spell. You still have some of the best midfielders in the league all on one team. Ladero, JP, and Rusnak are some of the best midfielders this league has seen in the last 10 years. Um, Jordan Morris. Leo, Leo when he, he's had his moments and it's quality there, and I don't, I don't understand why he's not playing. But anyway. Uh, just uh, hey, I was going to say, it doesn't get easier, though, from then. I mean, we do get to go to Charlotte, but then we have to go to LAFC. Yeah. Um, and then Orlando, okay. But then we have to play Houston again, which is always a tough match for us. Then we go back to Vancouver, and then we go to San Jose and host Dallas. So, I mean, San Jose is good at home. Um, they haven't lost – they they haven't won a game on the road. They haven't lo- lost a game at home. Excuse me. Yeah, that's correct, because they have zero wins and zero losses. They've tied in both places. Dallas is, of course, in fourth and would hop us um, if everything keeps going the way it's going. So um, there's some really important matches coming up, and we, we've got it's got to be this weekend uh, against the Red Bulls. So why don't we preview that match here well, for the last 10 minutes of the show? Well, let's get the last from Raza Jose, because I still I like these quotes these questions and we kind of just answered okay. how will we come back from this rough patch in our season we kind of covered that with how do we improve with the problems i mean you know me i don't think we do unless christian comes back and somehow puts a fire under it and based on the upcoming schedule it might be too late yeah so so um, i'm saying it's the next three matches or we probably yeah. don't come back i don't know how that's going to yeah. happen what youth players, i think I'm, i agree with that what youth players have impressed you from the sounders team since we've seen Pretty much half a defiance in the last few weeks. I mean Baker, obviously we talked about that last show, how I think he should be starting Cody Baker. I think last game Cody Baker, yeah. yeah. I think he should be starting. Uh we've seen I mean, knew who was nowhere near ready. We saw that last game. He went on one long run and was doubled over in pain. Mm-hmm. And yet we started him expecting him to be able to go for a long stretch of time. Um, which he couldn't. So um, Cody Baker, I think, should be starting. I'm, I'm impressed by him. And, I mean, I think Tevez is serviceable. He's being put in positions he doesn't usually play. He's a forward. He's being put on the wing, and he's been putting it center attacking mid, which he's done for UW. Uh, but let's not forget, he's only two years out of UW. Like, here's a here's a kid who... Not everyone could can be, be Christian. Right. And he also didn't get the minutes Christian got mm-hmm. in the beginning That's of his true. career. So he... He needs he I, I've been impressed by him. I think other people have been annoyed by him, but I don't think they're taking into account how long he's been there and, and just what 
you know, the position he's being put in. So uh, I found him kind of impressive. I don't follow Defiance closely enough to really uh, know what's going on down there, though. I um, I had in the past, but I just don't have the the brain power this year with uh, Superhawks and all that stuff I'm doing. Fair. What about you? Uh, I actually uh, I agree with you on Cody Baker. Tevez, I, I I think he's doing exactly well. The fact that he's been playing out of position and serviceable is is I guess it has impressed me. Um, but I'm really excited to watch Reed Baker Whiting grow um, with the Sounders between this year and next year because he like I mentioned before he he literally looks like he's grown more than one year. It looks like he's three years older uh, physically yeah. uh, compared to last year. Absolutely, and Absolutely. and he. Although I hate the short socks. I don't know. I've always hated that a little scrunch. It looks like scrunchies, little 80s scrunchies. Well, it's because no one, none of the players wear. Um, I don't care. I don't like shin- how it looks. I don't care if you have shin guards on or not. Even yeah, no one's legal, wearing shin guards anymore. Legally, so you they have don't to. It's just probably the size of my big lighter I have right here to open my Really? Ears. In the MLS, we have to? I th- oh, maybe not. Because no one's know. doing it. Maybe not. I'm just like making an ass uh, out of you and me, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I honestly don't know. I don't know what the rule is on it, but um, they, uh, no one, they, a lot of players don't wear them anymore, which is uh, really surprising to me. You're looking at well, anyway. Uh, I don't like how that looks, but I like how he looks when he when he plays. I think he's um, has real promise. He's impressive. I just wish. Alex uh, wasn't having such a shitty couple weeks, so we wouldn't have to see Reed Baker Whiting uh, play right back. But at least he's getting some minutes, and he's going to have a good future with us, I think. So that's what I've loved about our youth. Yeah. Ready to preview? Yes, let's do it. Okay, prediction, we lose 2-1. What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to go to bed. I'm just kidding. Uh, Red Bulls, they are 3-4-7. and On the road? Or is that total? That's total. Three, four, Wow, seven. they were in a rough year. They did lose a lot of players, though. Yeah, and they are... Last three matches, we played them in 2019. We won 4-2. to uh, We played them in 2018. We lost 2-1 to one at New York, and then we won 3-1 in Seattle in 2017. So we haven't played them for a few years, it looks like. A few? That's interesting. They're, they're interesting, so... Their la- our last uh, games have been loss, loss, win, loss, loss. Theirs have been loss, win, draw, win, win. So uh, that's probably an opposite order. Win, win, draw, win, loss. No, because they won their last game. So they won three of their last four and haven't dropped a point since their five games ago. We've won like so they're, they're, they're on. Um, they have one less win than us uh, overall. We're six, three, and five. Uh, six, five, and three, excuse me, against them. And um, surprisingly, they, their team leaders and goals are two. They have three players at two. Well, yeah, they only have 10 goals all season. Yeah. <coughs> Tar 20. Um, but do you think two to one? You think they're going to get two goals against us? No research whatsoever. Just that's just the Sanders <laughs> allowing it to happen. Um, they could probably play the. Well, I forgot our. Public name. Sorry, Nick. He's listening. Sorry, Captain. Uh, X's from what's what's the that movie that um, with um, 
I don't have any idea what you're no, talking about. The evil ex girlfriends. <laughs> yourself... The evil ex girlfriends with the what's, what's that? His, with the God damn it. I'm ruining this podcast. Um, Scott Scott Wilson. Yeah, Scott no, Wilson. Pilgrim Wilson. saves Scott the world Pilgrim. or whatever. Yeah. yeah Nick is so mad at me right now. Because <laughs> it was oh his God. team idea, his team name idea. We're the evil X's, XC's. Yeah, I don't I loved I loved our last team name, the Running Rainiers. Anyway, I don't know what I'm going. Oh, a pub league team could probably score on these Sounders based on how often they're giving up the ball. So mm. New York Red Bulls are better than a pub league team, and I just I, I don't see any reason. It it's going to be surprising. It has to be a surprising performance that gets us a win that pulls us out of this funk. It's surprising mm. because we've been playing so terribly. Surprising is I don't think anyone knows what lineup to put out right now. And we're, I mean, if Schmetzer doesn't know, we can say who we think should go out there, but I'm not going to be confident in any formation or lineup considering the overall effort we're seeing the last couple of weeks. So all, yeah, all I, I know, all I know is I want Leo Chu just play a full 90 and I want Jordan Morris up top, figure out the rest. And let's just let's I, eliminate I, that and say, okay, that is still that that's not the solution. We've tried everything else, but you keep. I'm looking. It. I mean, I I'm gonna agree with you. Two to one. Uh, we it's gonna be a game very similar to Austin, where we're down two nothing and we score late, but it's not enough. Um, I will say, uh, this is soccer related. There's a player available. He scored a really great free kick mm. in the uh, in the Monaco charity match a few days ago yesterday. Uh, his name is Fernando Alonso. He is an F1 <laughs> driver. And he had a heck of a goal from outside the box uh, where he, quote, unquote, bent it like Beckham. So um, I say we sign Fernando Alonso. Then think about all the F1 talk we can talk we can have. Because he will literally warranted. be a sounder. He's 43 yeah. years old, 42 years old. Um, you had me, <laughs> yeah, you had me there for a shoot. second because I don't think I've, I've – I want to see a free kick goal. I feel like we're just... We've been close the last few games, actually. We had one that got just knocked over the... Uh, I think we've had a couple that got just knocked over the top of the goal by the goalie. But... Um, That's not what I said yeah. I wanted to see. I don't want to see an almost free kick. Yeah, I know. I want to see... Close only counts in hand grenades and horseshoes. Like I know. What? What did you just say? Close only counts in hand grenades and horseshoes. Feel like I've heard that before, but uh, yeah, you got you got me, Grandpa. Idiom. Okay, yeah. Oh man, yeah, that's my prediction. I just uh, I don't know what to expect. So right now, I'm just leaning back, and I'm gonna watch. It's hard to mm-hmm. it's hard to predict, other than I expect terrible because you, you prove me otherwise, Schmetzer and the Sounders, and I hate saying that. Uh, we are. We've been a fun team to watch this season. There's no reason we shouldn't be right now. That's what makes it so yeah, headbanging. I don't know what's different. I just don't know. I just don't know. Well, almost exactly at 60 minutes here. I think that's a good point to... Um... Say, where can they find you on the internet, Aaron? We're supposed to say bring it into port. Not yet. 
We don't want James to take it away before we've talked about where they can find you. We want people to be able to know where they can interact with you, where they can have one-on-one scuttlebutt with you over the interwebs. Well, first you should have one on all of us. Well, this is sounding weird. Uh, join our Discord where we're scuttlebutting yeah. with me. Cameron's there. And as you heard, we like to uh, include you in our scuttlebutt just because sometimes we can't think of good things to talk about. And we want to interact. So join our Discord. Oh, we can think of plenty of things to talk about. It's just that we're, not always, we're being, uh, yeah. We're kind of mood, mood doxed by our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> the sounders suck right now. Let's just talk about F1. It's Monaco this weekend. <laughs> Uh, the Mariners. <laughs> oh, good. The, the slowest, what, the fastest, it's the fastest parade in the. Yeah, watch qualifying. Do not watch the race. <laughs> qualifying is always fun. Um. Anyway, yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at a a r o n l i n g l e y. Cameron, where can they find you? Uh, you can get me at Legal Minded Punk, all one word, on Twitter and Instagram. I've really been up in my Instagram game, so go check it out and follow me. Um, and see all the cool you stuff. You say that after changes. being naked this entire podcast, so you're going to get back on Instagram. <laughs> That's what, how you're back on Instagram? Yeah, yeah. Those paid accounts. Yeah, um, check out my OnlyFans. Um, I dress up like different players in the Sounders, and... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you squeezing into like little green shorts. <laughs> I mean, I have tons of full kits, but I can't. I can't. The smallest I can wear is uh, is 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 Clint Dempsey's. Was, was that one episode you did with the Bruce Lee kit? Was that one? Was that called Enter My Dragon? <laughs> <laughs> my dragon enters. <laughs> just just search for explicit uh, episode. Sounders Scuttlebutts OF on <laughs> Scuttlebutts. Make sure you have the extra ass. I'm not my, it's not my ass. <laughs> Your ass is just that big. It's a plural. <laughs> Actually, I have a small butt. Yeah, you know, you're a white guy. Surprisingly. Uh, for a white guy, I have a nice butt. So they say. <clears throat> anyway, I'm clothed. I'm done talking about my butt um, and yours. Uh, <laughs> James, yeah. pull us you just listen to poor, please, take James. Poor, James uh, uh, but, but make sure that yeah, you pull hard because there's a lot of junk in we're making terrible decisions just like Schmetzer James to save us you can follow the Sounders Scuttlebutt podcast on Twitter at SSFC Scuttlebutt and for all inquiries including questions for the gents or sponsorship opportunities please email contact at scuttlebuttproductions.com be sure to subscribe to the show for new episodes following every Sounders FC match And don't forget to share your feedback by rating and reviewing. And you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at BritVoxus. That's BritVoxUS. We'll see you at Lumen and go Sounders. Alexa, who's the best MLS team of all time? The Seattle Sounders are both unequivocally and the best MLS team of all time.